Time for another lawyer talk Q and A. What does that mean? Well, that means we're taking user questions or listener questions. That means that. Uh, those who have been uh, studious enough to go to LawyerTalkPodcast.com and submit a question, uh, well, they get an answer. Now, I can't promise I get you an answer immediately. I can't promise that I'm always on the microphone down here at the studio at Channel 511, but I do my best, and I know there's been a little bit of a law here, but uh, that's only because I got this other thing called a job, and it keeps me busy, but it doesn't mean I've forgotten about you, and that's why we're here. Um, so uh, without further ado, we've got a question from from Jeff. Uh, it says, hi, Steve, do courts ever take into consideration the poor quality or dangerous conditions of prisons when sentencing? Uh, there was a case last year in Montana when a judge did not go for a custodial sentence because of the bad experience and poor reputation of the county jail. Is this an option uh, or is this an option open for Ohio judges? Poor prison conditions are the next area that BLM, Black Lives Matter, I think he means, are set to be focusing on as part of the defund the police, aka don't send people to dangerous jails. Uh, and he says, by the way, love the Blitz segment each week. And uh, obviously, he's a listener of the Blitz 99.7, where I do uh, uh, some Q&A there with the Blitz Nation and Loper and Randy. But anyway, let's get to the question. Do courts ever take into consideration the poor quality of dangerous conditions of prisons when sentencing? Well, you know, prison sucks. Jail sucks. It's not meant to be a real uh, happy, fun place. Now, that said, there is a limit. There's a line that gets drawn where jails are just flat out dangerous and uh, they don't meet standards. We do have the Eighth Amendment in the United States called, uh, or that prevents cruel and unusual punishment, and uh, maybe that's where this would uh, be raised. And you know, my my father, John Palmer, Professor John Palmer, uh, once wrote a book on constitutional rights of prisoners, on on what the uh, Civil Rights Act, what nineteen the Section nineteen eighty three requires of uh, the government with respect to prisons. And, and and it's a huge body of law. I'm not going to go into it in in the context of this. But uh, back to the question, I think you know maybe maybe the best way to answer this is a lot of courts aren't going to care. They're going to say, well, jails are supposed to suck. But then in the last couple of years, we've had this thing called COVID, and it it changed the landscape of that a little bit. It changed the situation a little bit. We had a lot of. Um, Judges, uh, you know, even in in uh, federal court on something called compassionate release, uh, who were releasing prisoners uh, or maybe not sending people to prison because of the risks and dangers of COVID. So I've had clients who were uniquely susceptible to COVID issues that we were arguing uh, for either no prison or minimal prison uh, or house arrest or some alternative to prison uh, because of the safety issues. Now I get it; that's not exactly the the question, you know, it's like, are prisons just subpar and dangerous? Uh, so, you know, maybe the answer to that question is, uh, well, maybe the next is uh, is the best place to get this. Is the option open for Ohio judges? Oh, I think the option is open for all judges. Judges can consider this. Judges can uh, consider this along with a multitude of other things and other factors in sentencing. So, you know, generally they're going to look at, a, at big picture categories. What is uh, the risk of recidivism? In other words, is this person likely to reoffend and therefore uh, need prison? Uh, what's the danger to society if uh, the person is not sent to jail or prison? Uh, and you know, generally speaking, is it a good guy? What's his character? What's the what's the offense uh, characteristics on top of that? And the judge throws all that into the milkshake, hits the blender button, and comes out with a sentence. Uh, and in that could easily be a, a consideration about the dangers of prison. And, you know, there is uh, an administrative body in Ohio, the Department of Rehabilitation and Correction, and they have classification systems. So the most dangerous people uh, go to more 
secure places, the least dangerous people go to less secure places. The Federal Bureau of Prisons is far more uh, advanced in this. There are camps, and then there are these sort of uh, high-risk, high-security uh, prisons. And you know, depending on the crime, depending on the person, they plug in a bunch of factors and come out with the, the right uh, placement. Uh, so all of that is already considered, I should say. And if you are convicted in federal court particularly and it's a nonviolent paper crime, you're not going to go to the same place, generally speaking, as all the uh, super violent criminals will go. So it'll be uh, more safe. Now, I don't know about the Montana case that, um, that Jeff is asking about, but it wouldn't surprise me if you found a judge that said, look, this, is, this prison is so inherently unsafe, I'm not doing it. But it would surprise me if that happened in a situation where somebody should have gone to prison uh, anyway. And, and I guess surprise is not the right word, but I would bet without reading the case that it was uh, an offense that was on the bubble, that didn't necessarily demand a prison sentence, uh, either by societal standards or legal standards or the judge's own standards. And it was easier for the judge to say that then. As far as what the um, political movements, uh, Black Lives Matter, or anybody else is going to say, or defunding the police with respect to the dangerous jails, um, you know, I, I can't comment on that. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, there, there's always been those attacks, and I think those attacks are good. I, you know, not that I agree with them. Uh, I guess in 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 substance, but I think a, a constant challenge of what's going on, constant debate over uh, how we handle our criminal justice system. Um, a constant push from both sides, really, uh, is what ultimately leads to the best outcome. There is no perfect situation in our criminal justice system. I can say that. I've, I've lived it. I've been on the front lines now for over 26 years. And I can tell you, it, it, it's not always, uh, it is not always perfect. Far from it. Uh, people get convicted when they shouldn't. People walk away when they're innocent. Um, but I think it's still the best system that we have. And it, and it enables us on the criminal defense side to defend ourselves. We have rights. We get to use them. And, you know, I think people on, uh, we'll call it the conservative or the right side of the political aisle, often will say, you know, we don't want uh, these, these prisoners or these, these criminals have way too many rights. All I can say to that is be careful because when the devil turns back on you and you've advocated to get rid of the rights, well, you're not going to have them for yourself either. So the rights are there for a reason. They're, they're there to protect your freedom when you didn't do anything wrong. And uh, if, you, if you're not willing to give that to somebody who did do something wrong, well, then don't expect it when it comes to you. So uh, I know that's not a dangerous prison uh, response, but I, I think I've linked it up good enough anyway. Anyway, to sum it up, uh, judges can, and I think often do, take into consideration uh, the conditions at jails and prisons. Uh, so uh, I hope that answers the question, Jeff. Great question. Thanks for listening uh, week in and week out. If you want your question answered right here at Lawyer Talk Q&A, it's really easy. Just go to lawyertalkpodcast.com, submit your question. If you got a topic uh, maybe a little bit broader, maybe a little bit bigger, maybe that something needs Norm or Brett or Jared or one of us to, to really hash out together, uh, you can uh, suggest a topic right there, too, at the roundtable. We'll take it on if we can. Uh, until uh, next time with more Q&A, this is Lawyer Talk off the record on the air, at least until now.